Welcome, everyone, both those here in person and those online. This is being broadcast from the Sanctuary of the Temple of Light at Ananda Village in Northern California. I am Nayaswami Pranaba. With me is Nayaswami Parvati. And our speaker today is Badri. I'd like to read to you from Rays of the One Light, which is a collection of commentaries on the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita weekly commentaries written by Swami Kriyananda. Today's focus is the divine ascension. Truth is one and eternal. Realize oneness with it in your deathless self within. The following commentary is based on the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. In the Gospel of St. John, chapter 14, we read, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. What is this I when spoken by a master who has conquered every vestige of ego consciousness? Therein lies the mystery of true scriptural teaching. That I is no I. Does it even exist? In what way is it different from the consciousness that animates other human beings? Jesus was not saying, Look at me, don't look at other masters. He was saying, rather, look at the divine self that is the essence of who you are, your very self. You are that I. No man cometh unto this divine consciousness except by first recognizing his own intrinsic divinity, hidden behind his delusive ego. The Bhagavad Gita in the fourth chapter states, O son of Prita, Arjuna, in whatever way people accept me, in that way, same way do I appear to them. For all men, in some way, pursue the path to me. Meditate on the divine incarnations. Their lives and the consciousness animating them will be your stairway to the infinite. Thus, through Holy Scripture, God has spoken to mankind. Oh, oh, oh. Happy Christmas to you all. You have to indulge me with that, as I know last week was our Christmas service, but we're awaiting a snowstorm here in Nanda Village, and it's the day after Christmas. So we'll begin with a reading from Whispers from Eternity. Um, <clears throat> this is from Paramahansa Yogananda, of course. And this is from the chapter with Prayer Demands for Children. Um, beautiful and brief prayers. This one is entitled, Thou art so plainly present everywhere, I bow to thee. When I dance happily, dear Heavenly Father, I dance with thee. Wherever I look, I see thee peeping out at me from just behind everything. I see thee every day, panting, painting the sky with bright colors. I watch thee clothing the bare ground with green grass, and I see thee shining in the sunshine. Oh, I see thee so plainly present everywhere, I bow to thee. So our last reading from uh, Rays of the One Light today is the last reading of 2021. 
and it's a poignant and a deep teaching and also a very simple one in some respects. Um, as it explains in the reading, the first qualification is this explanation that Swami Kriyananda gives of the I when Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And this Christ consciousness is not, of course, Jesus the man, but the divine love and kindness that is manifest in all of creation, as Yogananda explains it, scintillating in every atom of creation. And so this is the way to seek God, and that all of us, in some way, are consciously or less consciously on the path to God. And for most of us, we stepped foot on this path long ago, many years, probably many lifetimes ago. But it bears noting and reflecting that they are relatively few who seek God consciously in this world. Um, as it says in the Bhagavad Gita, of a thousand, one seek me. And of a thousand seekers, perhaps only one finds God. And fewer still may follow God. And as my friend Brahmachari Sagar, and a friend of most of you probably, uh, sent an email around recently with some kind of office humor. And it had the first image. These were all of church you know, bulletin boards or marquees outside the church. The first image was outside a Baptist church in New York City. And it said, the fact that there is a highway to hell, but only a stairway to heaven, says a lot about anticipated traffic numbers. <laughs> and I thought, it's true that there are relatively few of us in this world. If you look here at Ananda Village, or in our spiritual family, Ananda around the world, there's perhaps just a few thousand of us. And certainly there are many other seekers conscious spiritual seekers in the world, but it's a, it's a pretty small, meager percentage of us seeking God consciously. And as I said, for most of us, that step was taken in earnest long ago, and yet there's kind of a process of reminding oneself that's helpful on the spiritual path, a kind of beginner's mind. And I read a story or a parable some time ago in a book about a ship that was lost at sea. And the ship had been seeking to make landfall for some days somewhere off the coast of South America. And they were lost in a thick fog without their bearings. And they were beginning to run dangerously low on rations of food and water. And they would soon die of thirst and hunger. And their prayers were answered one morning when the fog parted just enough that they could see another ship uh, some distance off on the horizon. And they signaled with a distress flag. And they signaled for water. And the other ship, seeing their distress, signaled back to them to lower their buckets. And the lost ship signaled back again in confusion for water. And again, the answer came back, lower your buckets. And so this kind of delirious group of lost sailors lowered their buckets and thought perhaps it was a miracle when they raised them full of fresh water. And it turned out they had been lost uh, at the Amazon River Delta and were in fresh waters at sea. And so 
there's kind of this parable, again, of the soul and orientation of where are we seeking God? Even if we're a seasoned devotee or disciple of a great master such as Yogananda, are we seeking God at its source within ourselves? Because that is the Christ consciousness and the orientation that will bring us to the Father and to God. And, you know, ultimately this way towards seeking God, there's really only one way. And, of course, it's a bit paradoxical. It's a laser-focused, direct way to God. And it's also infinitely expansive in nature. It can look really like anything, and it does. Even when you look, again, at our own spiritual family of conscious seekers, disciples of Paramahansa Yogananda, Kriya Yogis, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a more diverse and unique and crazy bunch of people in the world. And I mean that very endearingly. As Yogananda said himself, we're all a little bit crazy, and we just don't know it. And I think maybe some of us know it more than others, or see it more than others, but it's true that this world is crazy. And uh, as Parvati was noting during the purification ceremony this morning, this is a crazy time. You know, the numerous trials and challenges we face from the pandemic to the social and economic and just many, you know, climate change issues that we're faced with, they are big. And yet, God is far bigger. And consciously seeking God in the self is the answer to every problem, large and small. We know this. And so, wherever we're seeking God, whatever it looks like, that will be our pathway to the Father and towards this divine consciousness. As it says in the reading uh, from the Bhagavad Gita, this beautiful excerpt that however people accept me, I come to them. What a beautiful teaching and offering from God that not man must conform to the divine, but that whatever way you're able to accept me, I will come to you in that way, lovingly. And that will be our pathway to God. Of course, again, our orientation as disciples of a great master is clear that God and Guru is the way. And our Kriya Yoga practice, our meditation, purification of the heart, introspection, all these daily practices will bring us to the Father through the self. Uh, in the autobiography of a yogi, Sri Yukteswar says to Master, to Paramahansa Yogananda, he says, all those who come to you with faith seeking God will be helped. Simple, powerful, beautiful truth. All those who come to you seeking God with faith will be helped. He didn't say that some of them will be helped some of the time, but that all would be helped who are seeking consciously through God and through Guru. And this is something that Nayaswami Devi reminded us recently at a satsang as well, that when Christ said, 
also, when two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And I thought, well, Devi reminded us, as Swami Kriyananda explained, even two thoughts or more of God, of Christ, can create that magnetism to draw God's presence. And I thought perhaps if we just think of God twice, that that might be enough. But no, I thought even to think of God once with our full heart will bring his response. And as much as our Kriya Yoga practice and all of these teachings and techniques do truly bring us on that pathway to God, to the Father, the simple thought of God has its own powerful and direct magnetism. And so I found it helpful, for example, as I'm sure all of you have in many ways and over many years, just to think of God in simple ways. You know, I have this picture of the last smile here in the temple in my office, as many of us have it in many places, of Paramahansa Yogananda just before his passing. And every morning when I go to work, I just try to sit there in front of it you know, while the computer is booting up or whatever, and, and just sit there and think of Master and think of God and focus at the spiritual eye. Um, every night before bed, after my evening sadhana, I try to just focus on Divine Mother, focus on Master, and just drift off into the infinite as I go to sleep. And so, in how many little ways can I bring God into my life that ultimately will help me to ascend unto the Father? And that mere thought of God and of Guru will elicit a response. You know, there's one more aspect to this, as I mentioned. Being in this divine spiritual family, seeking God together, affords us the greatest opportunity to not only seek God consciously, but to support one another in a community. But it's much more than that. Even a family doesn't fully describe the gift that we've been given to seek God consciously together. And I think, in addition to the blessing of a true guru, to be alive at this time, notwithstanding all the challenges of the world, to have Kriya Yoga, these tremendous blessings, added to that is this spiritual family. And this is kind of the spirit of Christmas. I was sharing with the children, or some of the children here at Ananda Village, a story that I came across recently I'd like to briefly share with you. And this is a story of Martin. He's a shoemaker in Russia. And Martin uh, was an old man who lived alone. And he spent his days mending shoes. And in the evenings, he would read his beloved Bible and think of Christ. And so he carried out this simple and humble life and one evening, after mending shoes, he lit his lamp, and as he was reading the Bible, he came across a passage where a wealthy man had invited Christ into his home. And Martin got to thinking that evening, reflecting upon this, what if Christ came to my home? How would I receive him? Oh, how I wish Jesus could come to me. And 
as he read the Bible there, he kind of drifted off to sleep. And in a sort of semi-conscious state, he thought he heard the words spoken to him, I will come to you tomorrow. And strangely, he thought perhaps Christ will come, or at any rate, someone will come tomorrow. And so expectantly the next day, he built his little fire there at his hearth and put on the tea kettle. And as he looked outside, the only person he saw was uh, the street sweeper, a friend, Stefan, who was out in the bitter cold. And so he called to him and said, Stefan, come inside by the fire. And he warmed himself there and gave him some tea. And Martine gave him some old gloves and said, please come and warm yourself by my fire anytime. And he went about to his work. And later that morning, again, looking out expectantly as he mended some shoes, Martine saw a woman, a mother with a little child in her arms, again, in the, the biting cold. And again, he invited them in, come and sit by my fire. It's not much, but here's some warm tea. And he found a little milk for the child. And there in an old trunk, he had some money that he had saved up. And he gave it to the woman to buy food. And again, with a grateful heart, she went on her way. And later that day, his expectations perhaps waning, there was some commotion outside in the marketplace. And Stefan stepped outside, or excuse me, Martine stepped out to see a, an old woman. She was chasing after a child, a boy who had stolen an apple from her cart. And he called out for mercy as she was going to strike the child. And he said, old mother, here. He gave his last coin and said, give him the apple. And the boy, saying sorry, offered to carry her basket back to the cart and apologized. And so again, Martine went inside, and darkness was falling, and no one had come. But he lit his lamp, and there, reading his Bible once again that evening, Martine found himself again in that semi-conscious state, when again the voice came to him, Martine, I've come to you. And this time Martine felt a presence and looked around him, and there he saw as if a ghost. He saw Stefan, the street sweeper, he saw the woman and child, and again he saw the boy and the old mother with the apples, and he thought, Christ came to me today. He came to me in this form and in these forms, and he, his eyes alighted to the Bible before him, and he read the words of Christ. Whatever you have done to the least of my brethren, you have done to me. It said, when I hungered, you gave me food. When I thirsted, you gave me drink. And when I was a stranger, you took me in. And so living in community, my friends, all of us have this divine love and kindness. We are Kriya Yogis. We are disciples of a great guru. And we have these tremendous blessings of seeking God, of ascending to the Father through the Christ consciousness. But let's not forget also that in these little ways, perhaps as great as Naiswami Anandi said in a recent letter to the community, we live in a paradise of love and kindness. And even these small acts to one another, to a stranger, to oneself even, of divine love, of divine consciousness, will bring us through the Christ consciousness to God. And to that, I say thank you, God and Gurus.
for this great blessing. Lord Most High, our Heavenly Father, all our lives we dedicate to Thee, all our labors, all our joys and woes, all our pleasure, all our melody. Make us each a channel of Thy peace, when in darkness guide us from above, where there's sorrow, may we sow Thy joy, where there's hatred, may we share Thy love. Lord Most High, our Heavenly Father, all our lives we dedicate to Thee, all our labors, all our joys and woes, all our pleasure, all our melody. Make us each a channel of thy peace, when in darkness guide us from above. Where there's sorrow, may we sow thy joy. Where there's hatred, may we share thy love.